Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Everybody, welcome back. The Helga Hachzik. <clears throat> we are on day number 18. Second paragraph. Nice. Good yud. Starting now, the second paragraph, the first Mishnah, and a very famous one. Baruch Hashem. Rabbi Omer, says the Helga Rabbi. What is the correct straight path that a man should choose to go down? Anything that is good, honorable, great to for the ones you do it for, and it is pleasing to the person himself. Now, when a person is doing mitzvot that Hashem is mifu'ar behen, that Hashem is made pleasant because of, vein teferd lo sehem. Those are great for those who do it. Ki tefer tohi b'tefer tamitit b'vnei adam v'lachin yivor la'atzmo aderachu. So that glory ends up being yours, and that's the path that you should choose. If there's something that makes Hashem great, then that's the path that you choose. See, Hashem gave us the Torah, because there's a system in which you get the greatest good in this world, which is a connection to Hashem. The Derech Hashem tells us that Hashem created this world, to give the greatest good to those who are outside of Hashem, whatever that means. But ultimately, He created this world to give us the greatest good possible. And the Torah is the blueprint in order to find how to get to that greatest good. So, ipso facto, what is the path that one should choose? What is the tiferet? What is the splendor? What is the perfection that a person should choose to go towards? That would be the one in which is made the best for Hashem, says the Rabbeinu Yaina. That is the one that a person should choose. And it's honorable for him, even from man, from people. That you should do, says Rabbeinu Yaina, the mitzvot in the correct time. Like it says, if there be tomatov. You may choose to do those mitzvot at a time which it isn't good for other people. That's not doing the correct mitzvah in its fullest. Like Chazal tell us, So a person has to understand that the way that he does the mitzvah should be in the best way possible. What does that mean? That means that it's good for other people. How is your mitzvah good for other people? Your mitzvah is going to be good for other people when you do it in a way that eradicates anything bad from this world. Says Rabbi Yaina, we know that one mitzvah done at the correct time in the correct way, it ends up knocking out a gazar din of 70 years. That means that you can do something so amazing with your mitzvah that it literally affects the world. And so if you don't do the mitzvah in the right time, meaning if you make your mitzvah less potent than what it could have accomplished, then you're kind of holding back what the world could have gained from it. So, says the Hale Rabbeinu Yaina, over here when it means tefel omen adam, and it's something that is splendor, even from man, it's something that you can give off as a splendid thing to all of humanity. Also, he says that the teferet itself, within the splendor itself, you should do mitzvahs in the most beautiful way. He explains to us that lulav nae talit nae sefer torah nae tefillin kiyetzman beinyan shifaru bnei adam shabchulam that people are going to take note, meaning tefillin ben adam that people should be wowed by it. Look at how beautiful that is. Look at how sensational that mitzvah is in the way that you beautified it. 
So these are the different ways. Either it's splendid for people because it's affecting the world in a positive way, or the people themselves are just wowed by the fact and how beautiful the mitzvah is and what you're doing. And now he brings us the Rambam, who tells us what is Tiferet. Very famous Rambam, Peir Zot Mishnah Alamidot. Tan to do the mitzvot al derech emtzayit in the middle path. Shu derech mufchar v'teferet loseu shemechina lev tahar laadam. Machadesh bekebol ruach nachon that a person is supposed to take the positive, most beautiful way of a mitzvah is the middle path. It's something that ends up being so perfected it brings a brand new heart. He tells us, And it's mechadash within a person, a brand new mahalachachayim. And this is something the person is meant to try to really strive for, that middle path. A person should go and try to really carry himself in a way with other people that is the nicest way possible. Let's say, midat anedivot. Ki... So let me just say this outside. The way he explains this now is, is that somebody, when it comes to his money, let's say, so any extremes are not good. Giving and giving and giving, it's not a good extreme. That means you're not showing so much care or so much respect for what the money is, that it almost is worthless to you. And then the other way is that if somebody is unfortunately holding back from his money, so he doesn't know how to give, these ideas are something where a person is supposed to go and find out what is important about money and how am I meant to go about sharing it with the world? The Rambam explains that being on any kind of extreme is never good for a person. That's not teferet min adam. Finding your middle path, not going too much to any given side of extreme, that is the best way to go. He explains to us, now Rabbi Yenna says, you know, it's interesting. Hashem does let us know what are the punishment for breaking the Torah? The punishment for all the different Averot. We, we have them clearly. Sometimes it's Malkot, sometimes it's death, sometimes it's Karet. But interestingly enough, we don't know. We don't know what the Matan Schar is. Says Why did Hashem tell us the punishments of them? But Hashem never came to explain to us the rewards and explains. Imagine he gives us a marshal of a man who is given direction from the king. And the king says, I want you to plant inside my garden many different types of trees. And I want you to go and bring back um, the different fruits that I like. And he walks away. Now, this guy has no idea which ones the king told him. He's wondering, why wouldn't the king tell me which ones? And the answer is because if the king said that he likes a very specific type of fruit, pineapple, then all the people in all the land will go and just grow pineapples and go because they want to get the best reward. The king, from his perspective, understands they need to have pineapples and apples and pistachios and grapefruits. You need to have all the different types of fruits and vegetables to sustain humanity, to sustain the world. So I'm not going to tell them anything so that they're all going to be taken care of similarly. If Hashem would explain to us which mitzvot are better, which mitzvot are less, Whatever, whatever that means, but then ultimately people will only be running after the ones that be, are considered to be so much better or so much major uh, than the other ones. He tells us, because it is Rabbi Danasi who is the author of this Mishnah, um, he gives us a very interesting 
take over here. That he tells us, goes deeper to tell us, because you don't know the matan schar of the mitzvah. And says Rabbeinu Yonah, let's face it, even a minor mitzvah, something simple, something easy, like Shluach HaKen, which it tells us, and we say, we tell us that the mitzvah begets such an incredible payout of Arichas Yomim. And that doesn't cost you anything, just go up and send away the mother bird. Other mitzvot, which are so much harder, more costly, of course, of course, there's so much more over there. We don't know the schar mitzvah, the way Rabbi Yen is understanding it in this shlav is that if we're told from the smallest one how big it is, can you imagine how much more all the other ones are? So a person, again, should do things that are teferet, do things that are beautiful for himself, for Hashem, for the world, and ultimately to make sure to go after all of them because we don't know the matan schar of the mitzvot. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.